नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय किंचनोपनत अनिर्मित पंचयो वायस संस्तुत स परंत्रा कृमिभोजने नरगाधमे निपतती तत्र शतासहस्रोजने कृमिकुंडे कृमिभूता स्वयं कृमिभक्ष्यम कृमिभोजनो यत्ता प्रभूतादो यातयते एनी पर्सन हु टू बट इन दिस लाइफ वसम विभज्य without dividing ashanti sorry ashnati it's yet kinchana whatever upanatam obtained by krishna's great anirmita not performing panjanya the five kinds of sacrifices vayasa with the cross samstutaha who is described as equal saha such a person paratra in the next life krimi bhojane named krimi bhojana naraka adhame into the most abominable of all hells nipatati falls down tatra there chatasahasrayojane measuring 100000 yojanas krimigunde in a lake of worms krimibhutaha becoming one of the worms swayam he himself krimibhi by the other worms eva certainly bhakshyamanaha being eaten krimibhojanaha eating worms yavat as long as tat that leg is white apratta aprahuta unshared and unoffered food adaha one who eats anirvesham who has not performed atonement atmanam to himself yatayate gives pain a person is considered no better than a crow if after receiving some food he does not divide it among guests 
ओल्ड मैन एंड चिल्ड्रन बट सिंपली ईट्स इट हिमसेल्फ और इफ ही ईट्स इट विदाउट परफॉर्मिंग द फाइव काइंड ऑफ सेक्रीफाइस आफ्टर डेथ ही इज पुट इन टू द मोस्ट अबोमिनेबल हेल नोन एज क्रिमी भोजना इन दैट हेल इज अ लेक हंड्रेड थाउजेंड योजना एट हंड्रेड थाउजेंड माइल्स वाइड एंड फिल्ड विथ वर्म्स ही बिकम्स अ वर्म इन दैट लेक एंड फीड्स ऑन द अदर वर्म्स देयर टू ऑल्सो फीड ऑन हिम unless he atones for his action before his death such a sinful man remains in the hellish lake of krimi bhojana for as many years as there are yojanas in the width of the lake purport by stephen gesi deepak chandra swami shila prabhupada shila prabhupada ki jai as stated in bhagavad gita 313 समाचार work done as a sacrifice for vishnu has to be performed otherwise work binds one to this material world therefore o son of kunti perform your prescribed duties for his satisfaction and in that way you will always remain unattached and free from bondage if you do not perform yajna and distribute prasad to others our lives are condemned only after performing yajna and distributing the prasad to all dependents children brahmanas and old men should not eat however one who cooks only for himself or his family is condemned along with everyone he feeds after death he is put into the hell known as krimi bhojana om atyanatimirantasya jnananjalasalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha श्री चैतन्य मनोभीष्टम स्थापित भूतले स्वयं रूप कदाम ददाति स्वदातिक वंदेहम श्रीगुरो श्रीयुता पतकमल श्रीगुरून वैष्णवांश्च श्रीरूपम साग्रजात सह गणरघुनाथान्युत तम सजीव सावैत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादलिता श्री विशाखान्युता हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचना गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिय वाचकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नमो विष्णु पदा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने
नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देश तारिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधा श्रीवासादि गौर भक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे ूषपूरुषूतेषोडशोडशात्मस्टिव <laughs> they are a bit scary if you really think about it at the same time one could even question one could even question does such a place exist or how horrible such a place is however we can see the entire chapter from the perspective of karma from the perspective of the actions and the consequent reactions so there are two aspects one is action and reaction they are the primary meanings of karma action and reaction two things one is action what we do that is called karma and whatever reaction we get that is also called karma there are the two primary meanings there are other meanings but there are there are the two meanings for karma now in the vedic literature both actions and reactions and the principles behind them are analyzed very elaborately from that we can understand that the understanding of action and reaction is very sophisticated in vedic literature far more than anywhere else in this world for example we know about action in this world right we do believe in actions people do people perform actions of all different kinds and if you see the end result or results that one wants it is to make oneself happy isn't it that is the the final point that whatever you do that make you happy that's so so that is like a typical western thing whatever you do that will make you happy doesn't matter what and one day i was speaking to one of my aunties in india and she was telling me yeah what at, at the end of the day we had to do that makes us happy or she should do what makes her happy they were referring to someone and she's telling yeah this is the new thing isn't it this is what we have to adapt to new principles that have come about that do whatever it makes you happy for a short period in time so that is the current understanding of action and the entire activities are centered around our one's own pleasure material pleasure and temporary pleasure or even a pleasure for a moment it doesn't matter but that is the whole understanding of action and we may say that 
we may not believe in karma or such kind of a reaction or we don't worry about the future we worry only about the present but that is fake because if you are planning you believe in the results you believe in causality causality means there is a cause for everything and we accept that something is going to happen based on our actions because we do plan and we act for the future so we are concerned about the future even though one may say that i am living in the present <laughs> one is concerned about the future so yes this is the current understanding of action and the reaction and as we know according to the material mode in which one is placed one is going to do different activities to make oneself happy isn't it one will get into intoxication and other sinful activities if one is more in the mode of ignorance in rajas it may change so much of partying making money enjoying the unlimited desires hankering plans and in goodness which is highly laudable <laughs> people want to do something which is more positive in a simplistic way some random acts of kindness there is a big thing there are many articles about random acts of kindness do something good for others <laughs> randomly do something good or be a vegetarian or fight for the animal cause animal protection hmm? people take into different levels of charities hmm? i heard from i think from my spiritual master about uh, this club they are aiming at 50% club that is he had to give 50% in charity whatever you earn 50% you had to give in charity then you are part of the club like our river goes some responsible and 50% for charity in devotional service though so similarly a 50% charity because they realize that charity can make them happy which is true many wealthy people and the wealthiest persons are interested in charity because they can see that if they are helping someone that cause is actually making them happy so there is some meaning because they cannot see any other other meaning so at least a meaning and purpose in the mode of goodness is making them happy so yes charity is well received in the society so there is always a name for that charity people are ready to throw money for charity in different levels i was uh, hearing a talk by a moralist philosopher he has written books about ethics hmm. very well known person from melbourne uni he is a professor in princeton university at this point and uh, he wrote this article and uh, about ethics of eating ethics of eating and became very famous and he has written books about animal liberation all these kind of things and primarily subscribing to vegetarianism and veganism etc so he became very famous so he wrote these things way before vegetarianism became popular many years back and of course uh, when he gives a talk there are a lot of people to watch at the same time he is a proclaimed atheist okay on on one side yes he is doing something good we can say supporting vegetarianism 
good causes in one sense. At the same time, he's an atheist. And his arguments are very shallow. Very, very shallow. There cannot be an all-loving God. Because there are problems in this world. So, very, very shallow arguments. Very shallow arguments. At the same time, uh, he was giving a presentation and he was making this point that over the years, if you consider decades and over 100 years, the human beings are becoming more intelligent, intelligent based on the IQ. And he was giving some statistics that 50 years back, if you give a, a, an IQ test for kids of certain age, they would score this much. And now, if you give them the same questions, they will score 50% more. So it shows that humans have become more intelligent over you know past five decades. Very interesting, objective study. But what's the problem in this study? The problem is see the world, what's happening in this world. Is the environment getting any better? Our wars are reducing, violence is reducing, the mental problems are reducing. No, nothing is reducing. So, even though one can objectively conclude in this way, but it's a fake study, it doesn't have any value. It, it's just a joke. <laughs> that presentation is a joke. At the same time, his conclusion is we should all do charity. That is his conclusion, we should all do charity. So everyone should set up something or contribute to or set up something for charity and help people. Look, at, looks like a noble cause. But at the same time, when one rejects God, it is very offensive. It is asvirik. That is the definition of a demon according to Bhagavad Gita. It's not like horribly looking, having some big, big, uh, what do you call it? Horns or something of that sort. But it's just one, one rejects God, then one is considered a demon. And if one is a devotee, he is considered a demigod. It's a simple definition. So this is how this world is going. Uh, and in goodness, one can at least come to some sort of mentality of helping others. But still, if it is without God consciousness, it's not going to take one very far. Because as one is influenced by other modes, lower modes, instead of being charitable, one can become quite cruel or selfish. Because that's how the modes work. So at this point in time, if one can be in goodness, the mode changes and it, the whole thing can change. So that is the point in the sixth canto, the Yamadutta is making. Everyone is subjected to punishment. So they are making the point that everyone will get punished. Just wait. Why? Now you are in goodness, but things will change. If not in this lifetime, after few lifetimes. And so everyone is punishable. So they are telling we will never be out of job. We will always we'll have engagement. We can get people and we can punish them. So here, that being the case, what, is the, what are the real actions? And what are the subsequent reactions? So that is the question. And this verse is actually pointing to that. Uh, when one commits sinful activities, then what are the consequent results? 
So causality is an important thing. Causality means action and there is a reaction. If you accept there is an action and reaction, that is causality. We are accepting a cause, which is studied even in mechanistic science. In the classical science, they accept causality. It is all based on that. In the relativistic world, yes, to a great degree, it is dependent on that. In quantum physics, it's a bit funny. They analyze, but there is causality, but it's a bit funny. <laughs> so, everywhere, causality is discussed. Action and reaction everywhere is discussed. Now, when we approach Vedic literature, it is very profound. How the action and the subsequent reactions are analyzed. It's very, very profound. It's very sophisticated. First, when you talk about action, Vedic literature speaks about who performs the action, the qualification of the actor. That's where it is starting from. So here also we can see the term prescribed duties. Bhagavad Gita, many times Krishna uses the word prescribed duties, niyata karma. So when you talk about prescribed duties, it is for a person having a particular nature or having a particular qualification. So that qualification is coming from two aspects. So the actions are prescribed according to Varna and Ashram. That is the beginning. So that is the qualification. According to what is one Varna or occupation. The Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Sudra. According to Varna, there are different duties, prescribed duties. Then even one who is present in particular Varna, one can be in different Ashrams. Brahmachari, Grahastha, Vanaprasa, Sanyas. Then the duties change. This is the beginning analysis of the Varna and Ashram. Say for example, Brahmana, he will go through all the four ashrams. Kshatriya will go through three ashrams. Vaishya can also go through three ashrams. And Shudra, two ashrams. Uh, or actually one ashram. So this is how the Varna ashram system. And for example, the duties, a sannyasi has different duty compared to a brahmachari or a grihastha. So duty of a brahmachari is to primary duty, swadhyaya, self-study and teaching along with that and menial service, the first in the primary occupation for purification. Second, for grihasthas, it is charity because one earns money and one can get easily attached to that money and one has to perform charity. So that's where that is stressed in this verse. One is a householder and not performing any charitable act. What are the reactions? That we can see here. And for a vanaprastha, tapa, austerities are the main means of purification. In Krishna consciousness, of course. And for a sannyasi, abhayam tattva samshuddhi. That is fearlessness and being fixed in the truth and spreading the truth. That is the primary duty of duties of a sannyasi. So we can see according to ashram, there are different duties. And also it is mentioned, even regular, regular aspects, Brahmachari has to minimum take bath once a day, Grahastha and Manaprastha twice a day, and Sanyasi thrice. So like that, so there are different duties which are prescribed in the Vedic literature. And of course, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, we know what are their occupation, you know, priestly class, administrative class, merchandise class, or Goraksha, Vandijyam cow protection and shudra class labor. So the duties are defined 
according to Varna and Ashram. That is the first point about action. There are two levels. Varna, Ashram, accordingly the duties are given. Then, not finished, then it can, the duties are even further classified like prescribed duties are there, forbidden actions are there. The prescribed duties are Niyata Karma, where the daily activities are there. Then, Naimitika is there once in a while or danger situation. Then desired activities are there. We can read in Bhagavad Gita in the second chapter, purports. So in which on a daily activity of or one of the daily activities of a grihastha is Panchasuna. So here it's given as Panchayanya. So if one doesn't perform Panchayanya, then one is punishable. So that's the point. So these Panchayanyas are nothing but one is showing gratitude to the people who helped us. For example, Panjaya, the worship or sacrifice for five kinds of people. One group is the great sages. Because the great sages gave all this knowledge and tradition. And so one has to reciprocate to them by offering sacrifices to them. So that is one level. Second, Pitriya, for the forefathers. Then Bhutayanya for all living entities because we cannot live without all other living entities. Then Manushyanya for other human beings and also Devayanya for the demigods for supplying different ingredients for life. So in this way one has to do different sacrifices. So Prabhupada makes this very clearly in this purport that Yajna Arthat Karmanavanitra Lokoyam Karma Bandhana If one doesn't perform activities for Yajna then one will be caught in this material world. So one will be going on and on with the repeated birth and death and the concomitant suffering. So that, that is the point. And so here very much stress that one has to perform this yajna. If not, one will be punishable in the hellish planet. And this is, comes under daily yajna. So panjayajna is, is performed daily. And for a devotee, it is chanting Hare Krishna and preaching, helping others. That is the devotee's uh, means of Panjaya. We don't do other things. We may not do demigod worship or Pitra Puja or all these kind of things. They are not necessary, but Sankirtan Yajna. That is our point. As Vaisheshika Prabhu started this campaign, live to give. That is the essential principle. If you see Panjaya, at this point in time, what is the Panjaya for us? Live to give. What? Krishna Consciousness. Specifically about book distribution. Live to give. It's a very nice mission statement. It's a motto. You know, like live to give. So that is our Panjaya. That's what we had to do. And then, so the Panjaya is part of the daily duty for a Grihastha. Daily they had to do. On top of that, there are actions which are according to different levels of piety. Can you imagine? There are, say for example, Ashwamedha, that is comes under very top grade piety. And there are different yajyas which will get different results and different piety levels. So there are ratings, piety ratings are there for each yajya. And one gets benefit accordingly. Then, it is not just we perform these activities, but with what intention or consciousness in which these activities are performed. That is also taken into consideration. In other words, 
Bhagavad Gita analyzes this point based on the attachment to the results. Are, is one doing for oneself? Or just giving away? Or doing it for the Supreme? So in that way, where the result is going to? And what is the level of attachment? That is also taken into consideration. So the modes in which one is acting, in other words. Because according to the modes in which one is acting, one will get different reactions. So you can see it is all very sophisticated. So when you talk about reaction, that is a separate thing altogether. Not only that, the actions can be in different planes. Basically it can be gross, subtle or spiritual. Bhagavatam says, Kayena va chamana sendriyerva buddhyatmana va niyata sabhavat. It's a very famous verse. India many people chant this. Kayana, the actions can be performed in Kayana with the body, Vacha with the words, Manasa with the mind, Indriya with the senses, Buddhi with one's intelligence, Atmana with the soul, or Niyata Sabhavat. And these are acquired according to one's nature. And then the verse is telling, Karamiyatat Sakalam Parasme Narayanayati Samarpayatat. So I am offering all this. As, as an offering to Narayan, to Krishna. So that is a verse speaking. So here, these actions are analyzed according to different degrees. Say for example, if one is committing sin with action, that is considered most critical. Isn't it? So beating someone, it is bad. It is or a higher order sin. Or killing someone, it is even higher. That's the reason in the Tulusi Arati we chant this. What is that? Yani Kani Chapa Pani Brahmahatya Adi Kani Cha. Brahmahatya. One kills a Brahmana. So Brahmana is on the top order and doing a sin which is on the highest order, killing. So even that can be rectified by doing Pradakshina around Tulsi Devi. So <laughs> that's the meaning of that. So if you see that, so one is. Uh, committing violence to the highest order person in the highest level one will get the highest punishment so if you consider all these permutations and combination we can see almost an infinite scenarios of reactions as well it is quite sophisticated if you think about it and then there are five factors which are involved in action Bhagavad Gita says right the place of action the body the performance but the performer various senses different kinds of endeavors and ultimately the super soul. There are different instruments that we are using or different uh, persons or instruments which are involved in an action. Primarily it is the doer is the self, the atma, material nature which includes the body, whatever we around, whatever we see around and the super soul. Three are there in the action. So the, the Lord has super soul sanctions and we desire Lord sanctions and material nature provides the facilities any action so that's how it is so here we can see the, the complexity of actions and in the Vedic literature how they are being analyzed and we also know that when it, when it comes to the reactions there is a whole cycle of reactions how they come about 
అప్రారబ్ధ బలం పావం కూడం బీజం బలోన్ముఖం క్రమణ్యేవ ప్రణీయత విష్ణు భక్తి రతాత్మన యాక్టివిటీస్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ ఇగ్నరెన్స్ ఫస్ట్ దేర్ విల్ బీ సిన్ఫుల్ డిజైర్ అండ్ సిన్ఫుల్ డిజైర్స్ విల్ బీ మేనిఫెస్టెడ్ యాజ్ సిన్ఫుల్ యాక్షన్ పాపం దెన్ ద సిన్ఫుల్ యాక్షన్ విల్ బ్రీడ్ సిన్ఫుల్ రియాక్షన్ విచ్ ఇస్ స్టోర్డ్ ఇట్ హాజ్ ఇన్ మేనిఫెస్టెడ్ ఎట్ అండ్ ఆఫ్టర్ సమ్ టైమ్ ఇట్ విల్ మేనిఫెస్ట్ అండ్ దెన్ దర్ ఇస్ సఫరింగ్ అండ్ ద సేమ్ అన్మేనిఫెస్టెడ్ సిన్ఫుల్ రియాక్షన్ విల్ డెవలప్ యాజ్ సిన్ఫుల్ ప్రొక్లివిటీ విత్ ఇన్ ద హార్ట్ and that will raise to more sinful desire and then more sinful actions so the cycle continues so there is a whole analysis about that then ultimately it is said or the next canto mentions if someone performs some sinful action the solution is prayashita atonement so there are many many prayashitas or atonements which are prescribed in vedic literature and there are experts in that so they are part of karma ganda i did this sinful activity so now how can i atone for that i can do this prayashita yajna and with that one can avoid the punishment to great degree that reason when buddhimanta khan he was touched or he was thrown some uh, some uh, muslim king threw some water on him poured some water on him and converted him to islam so nothing happened this is part of you know part of the rituals actually part of the superstitions that by throwing if muslim throw some water on the body the hindu will turn into muslim and he will be considered as outcast this was the indian system it's not a vedic system that anyone if someone touches a muslim touches you you your caste is lost you are, if you are a brahmana now you become a muslim straight away so this was the system so this is what happened to buddhimanta khan right because uh, his uh, not khan what is his name buddhimanta remember buddhimanta right same with buddhimanta so because the muslim ruler he converted because of that issue that he punished him his wife the king's wife saw marks on his body and asked how this mark came so he said look i was the servant of buddhimanta and then uh, i was punished he, out of loving affection he punished me and that's why there are whip mark on my body he said okay go kill him because he punished you when he was a kid now go kill him so he said no how can i kill him because he treat, he was like my father and he punished severely but the same he was like father out of affection he punished i cannot kill him he said then okay convert him into islam that was the solution so he went and threw some water on him he became a muslim so now what can he do so he went and he went to banaras to ask brahmanas who are experts in prayashita karma gandhi brahmanas who are experts in prayashita if you do some sinful activities then how can you atone for that so they gave the solution what was the solution one solution was you uh, melt the metal i don't know which metal it was eh is or hoggy lead lead yeah that is usually that is the punishment lead you melt the lead and then drink that so boiling lead drink that is the punishment if then if you do that you are atoned for your sin because now you have become a muslim that is atoned so different people gave different kinds of solutions this is how the prayashita works not necessarily everything is severe like that 
but there are different kinds of pujas as prayachitta. If you go to India and if you go to an astrologer, you will tell, okay, you have such and such problems. So now you have to do puja as prayachitta. Godana, give a cow to a brahmana. Hmm? Different kinds of things are there. And give money, do this homa, yagya, so many things are there. Do different kinds of things as atonement. So, okay. So he said, you know, what's the point? Other people told, just give up the life. This was the kind of price that they were giving to Buddhimanta. So finally he approached Lord Chaitanya and Lord Chaitanya told, chant, go to Vrindavan and chant Hare Krishna. That's the solution for everything. So finally, if you do any karmic analysis, the conclusion is chant Hare Krishna. So we don't perform this Panjasuna or Panjayanya. That is performed simply by chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. At the same time, as it is mentioned here, we should eat only prasada. So this is a very important take-home point for all the devotees. We should offer and take prasada. We shouldn't desire to go to restaurants and eat vegetarian food or vegan food. Just to try out the restaurant. Let me try such and such things. We shouldn't do that. That is not acceptable. There are emergencies in which devotees have eaten restaurants. That is okay. There is no choice. That is a different thing. But if you are planning, the new restaurant has opened, let me try it out. So that falls into the same category as it is given here to, to a great degree. It is considered a sinful activity because one wants to enjoy. It is a sinful activity. If there can be a naimitika, that is, it can happen that in a circumstance one doesn't have to eat anything, traveling somewhere, has no choice, one may eat some vegetarian food, which is not offered. It could happen. That is still acceptable. But what happens if one is making plans, living at home, one can cook and eat, come to temple and go to restaurants, and that time, devotee restaurants, and that time one wants to enjoy outside food, that is sinful. It actually falls into the category of the sin. So that is a straight take-home point from this verse. Someone has to offer and take prasadam. Second, we need to distribute prasadam. So that is another thing. One has to distribute prasadam, one has to cook, one has to distribute prasadam. So devotees do that activity generally. We see that in this congregation, devotees generally invite devotees, feed prasadam, temple is invi inviting everyone and come and have prasadam. So we have a very good culture of prasadam distribution, which is very good. And also, it comes to the point that in life, our aim shouldn't be to stash things up for ourselves. Just stashing things. Just collection. So there is a limit to collection. After some time, one may have the tendency to collect. After some time, if we collected items, just give away. So collection is not good. That collecting mentality is not good. The brahmacharis, six months, one should raid one's possessions and see whether it is useful or not. If it's not being used, you can give away. No need to accumulate, do something about it. And for grihasthas, generally the tendency of grihasthas to collect. Because that's where big houses are there, then there can be a lot of collections. So if you live simply, then the collections will go. Small house, not much collection because there is no space. You can see the advertisements. Declutter your house. 
we have storage. You hire the storage, pay a few hundred dollars and declutter your house. So they are giving different kinds of solutions. So devotees say, don't worry about it. Just give away. Whatever is not used for a long time, no use, just give away. Don't get attached. So that is another principle we can derive from this. So it is very important that we don't accumulate things and at the same time we do distribute prasadam. So here the punishment is very severe. So see, a person is considered no better than a crow if after receiving some food he does not divide it among guests. So if a guest comes, one has to treat the guest very properly. It's a very, very important principle. We can see in you know, Vedic homes, we can see it very easily. In among devotees, we can see it very easily. That guests have to be treated properly. And if one doesn't know, one should learn. Even one is very poor, still one has to treat the guest properly. So it is mentioned, at least one can offer some sweet words, a cup of water and a place to sit. So that is the minimum, at least one can offer that. So guest has to be received properly and if one prasadam is there, we have to give to the guest and devotees do that, of course. All men, children, and if one doesn't do that but simply eats it himself, or if he eats it without performing the five kinds of sacrifices. So here, five kind of sacrifices for us is Sankirtan Yajna. That is live to give principle, as Vaisheshika Prabhu says. Very good point. That are we distributing Krishna consciousness in one form or the other form? If we are not doing that, then we are not actually engaged in five kinds of sacrifices. So our chanting alone is not enough. We had to give Krishna Consciousness to others. So we had to do something in that direction. We had to play our part in that whole process. It can be different roles, but one will have to play one's own part. If not, one is sent to Krimi Bhojana. It's a common word in Indian languages, right? Krimi. Wow. Krimi Bhojana. One eats other Krimis, one eats other worms, and one is eaten by other worms. And in a lake of with how much? 100,000 yojanas, 800,000 mile wide. This is the punishment. And this is not a joke and it's a reality. Those who have intelligence can accept this. And that's why next canto we hear that Maharaj Padikshit became very disturbed hearing this. And he started asking questions, how can we help living entities from this kind of sinful punishment, hellish punishment? So, these are realities and these are not just a description, exaggeration. No, they are not exaggeration, these are realities. So, for us devotees, we have to take this principle to the highest level. That is, chanting Hare Krishna, reading and studying Prabhupada books and distributing them. In that way, one can be out of karmic cycles. Now, if you see Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam, it's a heavy theme in Bhagavad Gita. Analysis of karma, it's heavy. So many chapters, karma and karmic reactions are described. Starting from second, second chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, you know, if you see verses, you know, 30 to 38, it's mentioned, you know, if you do your duties, if you perform your karma as a Kshatriya, you will go to heaven, otherwise to hell. And beginning of uh, the Buddha Yoga section, the presentation of Buddha Yoga section itself is Karma Bandha uh, Prahasyasi. Karma Bandha Prahasyasi. That's how the 
Buddha Yoga section is starting in the second chapter, in verse 39. So the, the emphasis given on karma is so much in Bhagavad Gita. Or in other words, how can one get out from the karmic reactions? That emphasis is given a lot. If you see chapter 3, verse 1, Arjuna is confused. His question is also the same. Whether to perform duties or give up duties. If you see chapter 5, again Arjuna's question is in the same line. If you see Bhagavad Gita, chapter after chapter, we can see the karma description is given uh, again and again with so much of details. A lot. What are the actions and the, the consequent reactions in the sense that one has to get out of action and reaction. It is emphasized, even in Bhakti Yoga it is mentioned in the verse 28, 9th chapter. Shubhashiva Phaler Evam Mokshase Karma Bandhanehi Sanyasa Yoga Yuktatma Vimuktoma Upaishyasi. In this way, you will be freed from bondage to karma and its auspicious and inauspicious results. So, this is presenting in the right in the Bhakti Yoga section of Bhagavad Gita. To show that even there, Krishna, is emphasized, Krishna emphasizes that one has to get freedom from the bondage of karma. So, of course, it's presenting about uh, devotional service. But karma is emphasized so much in Bhagavad Gita. Same in Bhagavatam. We can see, Naishkarmiyam abhi achadava bhava varjitam na chopade jnanam alam niranjanam Fifth chapter of first canto. Naradavani instructs Vyasadev. Even one comes to the platform Naishkarmiyam or no reactions to one's action based on jnana, still that is incomplete. Why? Because it is achada bhava varjitam which is without Krishna consciousness or Worship of the Supreme Lord. So everywhere we can see, whenever Bhakti is presented as a side point, it is always mentioned that one can get freedom from the bondage of action and reaction throughout Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavad. So it's a very central theme we can see in our literature. So in that way, it's very sophisticated. And so a detail of that is given in this verse, in this verse 18. That if one doesn't perform this act, the act of sacrifice as panjaya, then uh, what is the consequent reaction? So with this, I stop and see if there are any questions or comments. Yes, mother. Prasadam, you cannot say that you will go to hell. Because for a devotee, it's different. We cannot say we will go to hell. But yeah. it's not good. <laughs> but it's, we cannot say go to hell because devotees will not go to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel that not with that extreme punishment. Yes. That's what it's saying. So that's what it is. <laughs> 
Yes, solution is given. But if one doesn't, it's a, it's a bad thing. No, I'm saying that if, if a person doesn't distribute truth or what I'm saying is to go to hell. Yes, if one doesn't, say, does not divide among guests, yeah. if a guest come, one doesn't feed the guests, old people and children. Must be quite cruel if one doesn't give food to all these kind of people. Then this is a kind of reaction. It's a bit extreme. It is. Okay. Thank you very much. Tantra Shiva Bhagavatam Kija. Srila Prabhupada Kija.